Hey friends, Chloe and Michael here, the founders of Mindfully Loved and your co-hosts of the Mindfully Loved podcast. Created with a love of discussing all things healing, growth and slow living, we hope to inspire your own journey toward being a better parent, partner and person. Join us for both interview and discussion-based episodes designed to challenge those unhelpful thought patterns and inspire the positive and sustainable change you need right now. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mindfully Love podcast. Your hosts, Chloe and Michael, here with another hard-hitting blockbuster topic we can't wait to get stuck <laughs> into. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hi, Chloe. Hi, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, a favorite topic of yours, which is mm-hmm. emotional intelligence or EQ. Thank you. So can I ask um, you, did you know about emotional intelligence before you met me? No, I can I can recall exactly when I learned about emotional intelligence. It was mm-hmm. sometime you were at, uh, working at the school. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly not anything I ever, ever came across, learned about or understood at school or through yeah, any of my studies. Wow. It's really mm. fascinating, isn't it? Because mm. apparently emotional intelligence is being taught in most schools around the world mm-hmm. at the moment, primary schools especially, it's something that in the last few years we've seen an increase in um, in the curriculum. But the funny thing is that adults don't even know what that means. So, you know, we're <laughs> trying to teach this thing to our children at schools, but then adults don't know. So are we teaching this correctly? But yeah, we'll talk more about this later on in the episode. I'm, sens- I'm sensing a little bit of heat <laughs> behind some of those comments, so I'd love to unpack that a little bit more, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Oh, you can see that I'm very passionate about this topic. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's tell our listeners what emotional intelligence is. So emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of our emotions, the capacity to be in control and to be able to express accurately our emotions and to be able to handle any interpersonal relationships empathetically, so having empathy. So it's really the ability to be able to tell someone how we feel, articulate how we're feeling, having the vocabulary to tell someone that I'm feeling really angry right now and I need to do this, but also be able to know what to do to self-regulate, to self-soothe when we're feeling a certain strong emotion. And also when we are having an argument with someone to be able to um, listen empathetically and really get into their shoes to understand how they might be feeling. So it's not really, it's not only about how we're feeling, but really tuning into other people's emotions as well or empathetically really kind of us getting into their shoes and try to understand how they might be feeling. So there's a lot there and they're very powerful skills that are really important to be able to teach our children nowadays. But as I said before, it's I find it just so funny that as adults, we were never taught. Obviously, it's something new. And as, as adults, we're still learning those things right now. But it seems that our schools are all teaching our kids. So I'm just wondering how, you know, how successful this might be when those kids are going back home and are not modeling emotional intelligence. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> so I, I'd love to understand a little bit more about yeah. how uh, how it is being taught at schools. Uh, mm. Obviously, what you're saying really resonates because I, I'm a firm believer um, presented with information in front of me at any point in my life was nowhere near as valuable as watching a positive role model model those behaviors for me so as you said uh it you know however much they could teach us in the school doesn't really um doesn't really hold too much weight if i'm going home and seeing the exact opposite play out so uh, tell, tell us a little bit more about your experience with it being taught in school and and how that would look yeah so different schools use different programs there's some amazing programs out there around you know being able to teach emotional intelligence and adding it into the curriculum the issue is though we have people that haven't practiced emotional intelligence or don't even know exactly what emotional intelligence trying to teach this to our kids Mm. yes so for me it would be that it would be first let's train our teachers yeah let's start from there let's do our whole year of pd around emotional intelligence for them to be able to understand really drop into that self-awareness and understand what self and uh, what self-awareness what emotional intelligence mean to them being able to cultivate that emotional intelligence for them and then really enter those classrooms and teach those kids through modeling rather than just following a lesson plan so you know most of the lesson plans around emotional intelligence are things that um, expanded their vocabulary around emotions so teaching them different ways to say that you're angry, you're frustrated, you're furious, you're annoyed, rather than just saying angry. So really expanding the vocabulary for emotions. It might be also teaching them different um, self-regulating tools. You know, what can you do when you're feeling this? What can you do when you're feeling this? Being able to identify how they're feeling. Allowing the children to feel their emotions non-judgmentally by empathizing and validating. Um, Problem solving is another thing being able to give them different scenarios and um, ask them how the person in this scenario might be feeling. So cultivating that um, empathy, which is great. All those exercises are great. But being able to add it for a few sessions in a classroom as a lesson and being able to like really teaching them rather than cultivating it through the whole school environment without constantly um, modeling that as a teacher, it's really hard. The child is not going to, really take that on especially when they go home and the parents have no idea what emotional intelligence is have no idea how to communicate their emotions when you see your parents fighting or clearly your um your parent is angry at the other parent and they're not voicing that clearly they're very anxious and stressed but they're not doing anything to really drop into their emotion and regulate that emotion or self-soothe so when those kids are not seeing those on a daily basis and we're just expecting them to give them a list of things to do when they're angry, they're not going to do that. And we're not going to do that as adults. It's, you know, we know, most of us know what we can do when we're feeling sad or angry or anxious. But it's hard unless we practice it, unless we're cultivating ourselves in the whole environment and model it from others. It's, we know it's really hard, but. We're expecting a six-year-old and an eight-year-old to be able to manage the anger in the classroom or be able to man- manage the anxiety because we gave them a list of things to do. 
Mm. It's just not sustainable, unfortunately, unless it's unless we start with teaching, teaching and learning emotional intelligence ourselves as, as adults, as future parents, as parents, as teachers. Mm-hmm. Mm. I love the idea of uh, of self soothing. Uh, teaching self-soothing techniques for children Mm, mm. Um, certainly in in our day and age I mean the only place I had any uh, uh, teachings of that was was with a counsellor yeah so I I think I think most of us would have been in that position if we had any opportunity to learn a little bit of of EQ it would have been you know it, it would have almost been I mean it wasn't a choice of mine it was it was you know something I was thrown into as a result of of my behavior and and those sort of situations but again uh, given the information at that time, I mean, it it didn't really mean anything to me. I, I was still so greatly, heavily influenced, not just by the role models around me, but my but by my peers. Mm. Uh, I was given techniques that I could use when I was feeling angry, when I was feeling whatever it might be. Being the rare exception of learning those techniques and not having my peers and and role models learning those techniques around me meant I didn't want to use those techniques. I wanted to blend more. I didn't want to be the different one, you know, particularly in our day and age going and meditating in a corner. I wanted to act out and I wanted to be angry, um, you know, and and that sort of evolved into other things. And for a lot of people, it, it evolves into, you know, um, still plenty of people our age who say, you know, I've, I've, I've had so-and-so of a week or I'm feeling this and this, so I'll go and I need a drink. I need this, I need that, and and finding those sort of other techniques. So outside of outside of counseling, uh outside of mindfully loved, should I say, <laughs> what other uh what other options, you know, to do adults have to to expose themselves to emotional intelligence and and um learn to uh yeah, expose themselves to it and and, and tools. Well, it's it's really as adults, especially parents and future parents you know couples that are looking to have kids in the fear in the near future i think this is such an important tool for them to cultivate before having kids yeah it's it's such an important if not the most important um tool to have you know now they're saying that eq is more important than iq so intellectual intelligence you know, mm-hmm. a lot of companies are actually taking on um, emotional intelligence testing more than IQ because they wow. we're finding we're finding that being able to connect emotionally with your colleagues, with your peers, with yourself, it's so much more powerful than having a high IQ. Yeah, so it's mm. something that I think in the future it will be something that it's going to continue being developed more and more and emphasizing more and more. Um, so for me, I know if, like we're not perfect with the monitoring intelligence. And if if any of our listeners wanna, you know, wanna kind of do a quick test to see how they are in the emotional intelligence ranking, if you Google emotional intelligence test, you can do a few for just for fun, um, to kind of really see where you are, to see if there's any parts that you need to expand more. It might be the connection with yourself or connection with others. Um and just start from there. But the most important for me is for, I think, for, for myself and to tell others, it's really starting with identifying how you're feeling. Really, when you're finding the strong emotions within your body, being able to actually tell yourself, okay, I'm feeling 
I'm feeling angry. I have this feeling of anger inside me, my tummy, in my chest, being able to identify what those things are. Most of us, most of the time, we don't know what we're feeling. Like, I don't know. And it's because we probably dissociate with that uncomfortable feeling because we've been, we've been doing that for years and years and years. So being able to feel the tension within our body somewhere, but like, oh, I'm feeling this anger. And you might need help initially. You might need to download a list of different emotions mm. and literally go through those emotions and actually see, oh, do I feel this? Do I feel this? Do I feel this? Do I feel this? Um, and there's something that's called um, the circle of emotions, circle of feelings, something like that. And it kind of starts with the main main feelings of anger, stress, happiness, just in a surprise. And then kind of it expands and it expands in having different emotions from like those different categories from happy, happy, like I'm feeling happy, it might be joy, it might be ecstatic, it might be content. So you're developing that vocabulary, which is great to start using that around around your kids, around your friends, using those words a bit more. And then if you have kids around you, start modeling how you are dealing with those emotions. Yeah. And I know we constantly say those things, but don't hide your emotions from your kids. Your kids need to know mm-hmm. that you also have mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's the one thing that really drove me crazy when I used to work at a school with those kids is that, you know, I would have meetings with the parents and we would go through things that they could do when their kids are feeling anxious or angry. And I kept telling them, when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling stressed, please do the same, telling them, I'm feeling anxious right now, I'm feeling stressed, so I'm going to go move my body. Do you want to join me? I'm going to go dance. I'm going to go sing. I'm going to go for a walk. Would you like to join me? This is how I do. This is how I work through my emotion when I'm feeling this. Being able to articulate and telling our kids that there's nothing wrong with them when they're feeling the strong, strong emotions and that we as adults have those as well. And we have our own ways of dealing with them or we're still learning how to deal with them. So being able to articulate all those things and openly telling our kids and telling our friends, telling our family that this is how we're feeling and this is what we're going to do about it. It's so, so important. And then it's empathy. Empathy is another big thing that really when we are in an argument, when we are talking with someone and we're feeling really strong emotions against that, for a, re- for a second, let's drop into the other person's body and really understand their perspective. Understand how they might be feeling in this situation as well. We don't have to agree, but we can also understand that they might have an emotional response to what's happening and it might be different from us. That's all it is. Empathy, that's all it is really. Just understanding what they might be going through too. It doesn't mean we... Uh, we agree with them but we just can see their side of you does that make sense Mm, i love it um perhaps we can share some of those tools the the circle of emotion tool in in the notes after as well for people to utilize we really want to start to expose these things i just want to emphasize uh one of the things you you briefly mentioned a little bit earlier as as well which is you know uh, and and clear up again that the expectation leading into having children or, or be, being around children isn't one of perfection. No one expects you to have the perfect EQ leading into those situations. No. But one of the most powerful things, and, and this is something I, I 
truly, truly believe in and advocate, one of the most powerful things you can do for your children, for your younger generations, isn't necessarily being perfect in that moment and uh, completely managing your emotions to uh, an unbelievable level as you're experiencing them, but just the awareness the self-awareness in that moment when they see your mind tick over for a minute and pause before your action and take note of what it is that you're thinking at that moment. And even if you have to verbalize it in any way, I'm feeling this, I'm processing that emotion, I'm working out how that is enough to clearly model for them a really wonderful level of EQ and something that's really going to hold them in good stead as they're going through their own journey. Definitely. And I'm not going to lie, it's hard. It's hard being able to voice it and say how you're feeling. It's hard and it takes practice. But once we know how hard it is, our expectations for a three-year-old, a four-year-old, a seven-year-old to be able to do it comfortably, how, you know, how can we expect our kids to do it when we're finding it so hard? You got to be vulnerable. I mean, it's and uh, and and being vulnerable around your children is is so much more powerful than we could possibly imagine. It's not just all strength, strength, strength. Be vocal. We are emotional. Talk about it. Feel it out. Put it out in the open. Have a discussion about it. Mm. And you know, we have been creating something beautiful for all of all our listeners. If you've been, if you are wanting to learn more about emotional intelligence, if you want to develop your emotional intelligence in a deeper, deeper um, level, if you want to learn some skills and tools to add into your daily life for yourself and your family and kids, we have been creating a beautiful lesson, a beautiful session that goes into a deep around emotional intelligence and giving you some tools and skills that you can workshop around and you can practice if you're interested click the link below to um, join the waitlist to know when this session will come out for you all mm, so much more i think we can unpack with this one mm. but it might be a good opportunity to leave it there um such a such a deep such an important conversation we really, really want to um, keep that conversation going yes Thank you for joining us for another Mindfully Loved podcast episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're all well. Sending you much love. Bye, everyone.